Hello, welcome to Situationship Goals. I am your host, Rafaro Mukahadzi, but you can call me Rafaro. You know, that sounds so extra. I feel like my introductions get extra and extra by the week, but hopefully y'all appreciate it. It's 7.49 and I always give y'all the time because you'll definitely hear my mood change. I'm more hyper in the morning and just as the night, as the day goes by, just dwindles, so... I'm still pretty lively. Um, first and foremost, I'd like to thank everyone. Yes, I'm going to thank y'all every week because you don't have to listen to this podcast. It's not like a self-help podcast where, you know, you come on here and hear experts discuss, you know, important issues by millennials and you hear me give expert advice at the end. I just, you know, discuss things with just the average millennial and some people not so average because they're smart and you know they think outside the box and they give us things to think about they give me things to think about and so appreciate you guys coming on here to listen um i would ask (laughs) that you guys post my cover art on y'all's ig facebook twitter snapchat it's coming y'all i got the design all i gotta do is do it but man i'm hyping it up y'all gonna see it and be like so this is this is this is what we were waiting on okay 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 great awesome but no, I think it's like simple enough. It's not over the top because I really had an over the top idea at first. And my friend was like, but you need to chill. And I was like, but you know, I'm extra. So thank you for being so patient. I posted a little thing on my uh, Instagram already underscore Ruby Diamond. Um, and, you know, it's wordy and stuff. Doesn't have the cover art. Um, but I just wanted people to, you know, to already start listening to the episodes and get a feel of what we're talking about even if I didn't have the cover art and I would eventually have the cover art you know ready so hopefully in a week I will have it I'm working on that um I'm so sorry that I was not able to give y'all last week's guest host like social media I completely forgot about that and we just was so you know engaged in the conversation we didn't get to it so I'm gonna talk I'm gonna you know give y'all right now his IG is tabani.chuma T-H-A-B-A-N-I dot T-S-H-U-M-A. His Snapchat is the, so T-H-E-T-H-A-B-A. No space, no underscore, anything. And then his Twitter is T-H-E underscore T-H-A-B-Z-Z. Everyone's like, Rafara, really? Did you think we wrote this down? It's okay. I'm going to add it in the description box of last week's episode. So you will be able to go on there and view it and you can follow him. I know some people are really interested in maybe like following up on some of the conversations that were had. And so you're able to do that. I asked for his permission. He said, it's cool. Y'all hit him up. Um, and thank you so much for your support. This week, we are actually talking about situationships. Ooh, finally. I mean, it is the name of the podcast, but whatever. Um, I really wanted a guy on here with the um, girl I have on here this week, but we were not able to finalize that in time, which is okay. We will do it in future. Maybe that will be like the second to last episode of um, the season. So, uh, just stay tuned. We will definitely have a male's perspective, but this week will definitely be girl talk. And I think you guys will thoroughly enjoy this. 
I have a song of the week this week. What's good? I actually decided. I actually let my guest host pick it. So you guys will listen to that at the end. And I might plug in Chris Brown's song after this. So more than welcome to skip it if you want to. But I really like the song. So of course, it's on the new album, Heartbreak on a Full Moon. I do not get paid for this um, advertising. Of course, you already knew that. Didn't have to say it. But... Thank you so much, and uh, let's start the show. Oh, wait, side note, we are getting better at this technical thing. I'm trying out a few different methods. I figured out a way that'll be a little bit more clear. I just need to stop fidgeting so much. So, bear with me, we're getting better. Yay, 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 yay. I just needed to add that, but yeah, like I said, let's start the show. Hey. How are you? Good. <laughs> Good. So, you guys, today we're going to be talking about situationships. Finally, I know everyone's like, this is a situationship podcast. <laughs> when we go and talk about it. And I have someone on um, the episode with me. I'm going to let her introduce herself because, you know, people can lie about their names, which is completely <laughs> fine with me. Keep your anonymity if you want to. Don't want y'all getting fired at y'all's jobs. Um, but... Uh, I actually met her. Oh no! I mean, technically, I didn't meet her, but I did. Yeah. But <laughs> I was like, "What?" So, right? I was like, "Let me meet." Um, I have a project that I'm working on because y'all know I can't stick to one thing in life. And I liked her photography, and I was on this like woman trip, so I was like, "Ooh, I should have a female team for my project." And I reached out to her. She was so cool. And then I happened to bump into her on six. So y'all know that wasn't really meeting somebody because, you know, libations were involved. But <laughs> she actually responded to me on IG and stuff. She's super cool. I just like her energy. And I think you guys will completely enjoy her on here. So I will let you introduce yourself. I'll try not to forget your alias name if you use a different name in the middle of the podcast. You know, expose you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all. Well, so I'm um, Kay Bray. You can follow me at IG at Kay Bray with two E's. Um, yeah, she's so. a natural. She's a natural. I was going to tell her to plug her info. Y'all follow her. Don't DM her. You might get shot. Would come up up here. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, um, I, I do yeah. photography. Um, I specifically do fitness, lifestyle, and street photography. So I kind of like cater to a smaller market. It's kind of increasing though, but I like to help people not produce like commercial content or things that are used for like publication I like more so producing content for people's like social media it's kind of more fun to me obviously I think you guys should check her out even if you don't slide in her DMs because her photography is actually really cool and I see you're doing like portraits right now for Christmas right so if you guys need somebody really do hit her up her stuff is amazing um I know she's saying it's not super commercial and stuff. And yes, it does look very abstract and a little different, but I think it's just as good quality. And I'm surprised that, you know, you think you're not as commercial. I'm putting you up there with Deep Porter and James Duran. I don't care how long you Girl, I'm trying to be like them. <laughs> Girl, you got it. Are you, are you already there? <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, I wanted to talk about situationships because I feel like I've been putting a lot of situationships without uh in, not unintentionally rather uh 
and then I figured I out what like, it was and I was like damn this is racist what are we doing like, here then I couldn't ask what are we doing because like we're not exclusive who are we I don't know so I guess what is your definition of a situationship and like have you experienced anything like that before um I mean it's just definitely a relationship without boundaries it's very vague very generalized it's you know, we're going to give each other attention, but we're not going to have titles. So basically, like, the other person has no, like, limit as to what, you know, our boundaries, like, what they can do, what you can do. And But just by that definition, that sounds pretty terrible. Why would people want to get into a situation where there are no boundaries and someone can basically do whatever they want to do? Because people don't know what they want. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. People, I mean, I people agree. are naturally afraid, afraid of commitment. And that doesn't even just involve relationships. It involves, like, anything in life. Like, people are scared to commit to, like, a full-time job or they're scared to commit to, like, you know, something that's risky, something that, you know, gets the blood going, all that great shit. <laughs> but, I mean, people put them... And I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Because I feel like millennials, too, we get a bad rap of, you know, where short attention span we want things like immediately we don't want to work for it but i think like the same fear that they talk about in jobs where it's like we wouldn't stay in a job for 20 years because i know personally i I couldn't do it because i'll get bored (laughs) um but well depending on what it is i mean i probably stay in fashion for 30 years to be honest but i would probably be doing other things but i think the same way they feel like or we feel like we wouldn't want to maybe commit to like you said a full-time job because down the line you might be like damn this kind of really isn't what I want to do. I feel like people do that with relationships, where it's like, eh, see, Kristen's cute, but look, this other girl the other day, maybe she's the one who's better. I'm not sure. But I'm going to keep Kristen on the side just in case that don't work out, and I hope Kristen's okay with it. Um, I think also, too, it's just, like, too much overexposure, like, is in regards to like what we can have and what we can't have so like you're right like oh you know that girl might be cute dang i'm really interested in her then you log on to instagram you have like five girls sliding into your dms you're like dang i have all these other options too like i need to keep my options open right but i mean will there ever be a point where you don't have other options because i feel like we think there'll be a point where it'd be like okay i don't feel like there's anybody um, better than this woman that I'm with right now, let me just commit. I think people always have it in the back of their mind, hey, you never know. I might find somebody tomorrow who's better. Right. Are we ever going to get to that point where it's like, let me just make the, you know, take the leap and see where this goes and try try to make it you work. You know, girl, I'm going to keep it real. I'm 23. I really don't know the answer. Like. <laughs> I know, I know, but I'm saying like, don't you don't you think we're not? Well, I'm 25, but that's not far from 23, and I'm not even serious, my damn self. <laughs> I'm just you know trying to spark <laughs> this conversation, and because I've been thinking about it a little bit more, because my friends are getting married, having babies, right. and so they'll ask me, "Girl, you need to you know start you know dating more often." I'm like, I got <laughs> These people are actually wasting my time. I'm not. It's not that serious. If it happens, it happens. I'm going to go with the flow. If I find you, I find you. But I think it's crippling to be also single for such a long time because now I'm used to the single lifestyle and that makes it even harder to commit. No, when you get used 
like I think just from a woman's perspective because I obviously can't speak on a man's perspective but I think like when you become single for so long you become so not like cold or distant but like even in myself I find myself like if a man comes up to me and maybe he does like simple acts of like kindness for me I take it as like I'm good I can do it by myself like <laughs> no, not to do I do the same thing. I've like developed this like strong alpha female like personality, and sometimes there's like certain things I think like I have a hard time letting like a man take the lead on or like doing per se. And you still, you right, start and- seeing your life honestly, not like this depressing ass like viewpoint, but you're just kind of like okay, I expect to be like alone by myself, so I need a high paying job to like pay for everything like in my life. I need to like. I mean, if you don't naturally, like, already think that way, but it's just kind of, like, mm, I'm going to have kids later in life, like, or, you know, little things like that, like. I agree with that. I think I, me and my friends are super independent, and we always laugh about this because my friend will text me and be like, damn, I see this and this happening. Like, what is wrong with us? I'm like, girl, nothing. We're not looking for it. Low key, because I feel like if you're more exposed to something, I think law of attraction, like, it'll come to you. And someone actually said something to me, which offended me a little bit, because they were like, you are who you attract. And I was like, I ain't no fuck. Yeah, Why am I trying to? (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, "Mm, I don't don't agree with that. But I think if you are looking for it a little less and you're going with that whole, you know, let me get this job, let me get established since I'm by myself. So I really have to make sure that, you know, I'm good on all fronts as a single person you do become really independent and like you I don't want to say don't see the point of having a man in your life but it's less prominent to me personally I think that's how I feel right now I'm like eh not really needed but like it's cool completely like makes sense like I've always like thought too with certain people who kind of like try to show interest in me I'm like "Mm, I can do more for myself by myself you know what I mean like (laughs) yeah I can provide myself the emotional emotional support I would like out of a partner like for myself because I love myself (laughs) which makes sense because they do say that whoever you include in your life should be basically complimentary I don't think it should be that we're trying to fill a void because that's where the issue lies because now you're looking for something in somebody and you stay through like whatever BS they put you through because you're like oh well I kind of need them for ABC whereas if you try to be more complete or working Mm -hmm. towards being complete as yourself then people end up being like a compliment to your life and you just enjoy them being in your life in your life you want them in your life but you don't necessarily need them you know like on that that point that you made about like law of attraction and it's like you know you are it's like Mm -hmm. you attract like I used to feel like that all the time I used to always like think it was me like something was wrong with me and I was like wait girl like (laughs) you love your mama like a good person, like, <laughs> community service. Like, why are you out here attracting yep. 21 Savage? Like, you know, seriously. Well, actually, 21 Savage is out here flourishing. Just a side note. Kind of. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> I get what you mean, though. I mean, so I, I guess, how did you come to the point where you're like, nah, it's not really me? Like, I'm just not in the right environment or I haven't been going to the right places to meet people. Well, I've like, also noticed, too, that, like, just again from like a woman's perspective not man's perspective it's just like you know weak men tend to latch on to strong women mm. and that's just my personal opinion but that's interesting 
I never thought about that. But now that I think about these niggas that approach me, yep, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I mean, not even like that. I feel like natural. Like you think about life in general. Like, say someone's like getting on a wave or riding a wave, and you have someone who's like falling behind. People will start kissing their ass just to, like ride their wave. It's just like someone who's weaker, like a follower. You know, fo- you know, it's the whole like follower leaders like type of words. And that's, yep. That's as I get older and I'm actually like in the adult world, in adult dating, like you just like see it kind of. Oh, so you're in adult dating at the moment? <laughs> Do share if you want to. <laughs> Putting her on the spot. It is put me on the she spot. She does not have to share her business. It's like, okay, <laughs> no, this is the only reason I don't like talking about like my dating life because it's very abnormal. Like, so like I'm. Like, I'm with, like, my middle school, like, crush. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Before you continue, side note, y'all. I always tell my friends how I think pe- people appreciate you more if they knew you from long ago because they've watched you grow as opposed to people you meet, like, today. Because I feel like they think you've always had it together. And so there's less of an appreciation. But I'm just biased because I think, like, my high school guy friends are like oh my gosh why are you still single and then the people here are like oh, eh, not okay. really into her I, I was like, yeah i really think that's cool that you you know yeah. you you guys met in middle school that's a long time ago yeah we met in eighth grade and we dated in high school and we were like high school sweethearts and then he uh moved to the north and went to school in the north and then i went to austin obviously and yep. he um She's smart, y'all. She went to UT, Austin. Hook him. Always. <laughs> what <is it? laughs> and, um, but, I mean, we were, like, very responsible, like, at the time. We were just, like, okay, we know this isn't, like, for now. You know, you're, yeah. you're 19. Like, what? Like, yeah, that what is type of, like, decision are you going to make, like, on love and, like, life and stuff like that? And, and long exactly, distance. Long, like, who wants to put, like, why? Like, why do I want to put myself through being crazy? <laughs> Mm-mm. we already broke we can't afford to be going back and forth every week i used to work like three jobs just to pay for like a plane ticket i hear you oh my god mm-hmm. and so well i think i think like you said it's abnormal but i think every no, there's no like normal to sure. dating and I think that's why everything is getting a little bit more abstract, more fluid. And I think that's why we got to the point where we have situationships because people tried out this kind of like no title, no labels, since that's what millennials are, quote unquote. But you know what? And, because of the mm-hmm. situationship that I was in, it made me realize like all the things I didn't want in a relationship. And it, it made me realize like also too like the things I wanted not to say like situationships are like the greatest things in the world because they're ass but like it kind of took like that bad experience to make me realize like a good experience that I wanted well I like that you said that because I was hoping you come on here and give me some kind of you know insight about how it's actually good and I actually heard one of my friends uh talk about how their situationship help them get stronger with their girlfriend so i guess it's not all bad but in the moment it's, it's just... just about how you look at it like i feel like millennials have a hard time they only want to see the good and stuff because it's like we're like a showing off generation like we only want to show off like the cute pictures you know like the 
cliche, like the key you know, moments. Yeah, like they don't actually want to talk about like the bad stuff, the stuff that hurts. Like why we're very suppressive, like as a generation. But like, like I had a situationship. Honestly, like I could really give a fuck about the nigga, but like. Like, <laughs> like he is just so trash but it's like when you're in a bad relationship situationship whatever you're in like you need every relationship you go in whether it's like familial whether it's your friendship whether it's intimate like you need to learn and take away something from that you know from that situationship I realized like again like all the things I didn't want not necessarily I didn't right. know maybe like what I needed out of a man but I knew what I didn't need out of a man and those were all right, like, which is just as good a lesson. Exactly, and those were all like the flags. I was like, okay, no, like hating guy after that. I was like, you can't step to me like that because that that ended up bad in that relationship or that situation ship, and um, it got mm-hmm. to a point too yeah. where like we were like on off situation ship for like two years. That's yeah, not, I do say so myself. As, wow, like, as a person, you just wake up and you're like this isn't real. Like, like it sounds stupid, but that's what, like, happened to me. I was just, like, it slapped me in the face, and I was like, this isn't real. Like, I've been in a real relationship. Like, I know what real feelings feel like. I'm yeah. This this is not real. And I don't know, at some point, like, you know, as a woman, as a person, you just can't take anymore, and you're kind of, like, you just don't care. Like, you stop caring, because it's, what was there to care about if nothing was defined? Like, yeah. And I think I, I don't know if I want to say that um, women are more like men now, because I don't because I know people say that, but I'm not sure if because of that whole we don't care anymore. We see how these we well, we feel as if these men are dogging us out. Do you think that we're pretending like now we can get into situationships where we just, quote unquote, act like men and, you know, just want one thing and move on? We don't catch feelings. Or do you think, like, do you think we're pretending that we can live that kind of lifestyle to kind of, pay, you know, pay them back for what they did? Or are we actually kind of getting good at it? Because I feel like women would probably be good at it if they mastered it. I, don't I really know. do still think that men are a little more emotional than women. I don't know. Or do you think know. we're pretending? Well, the reason why I don't know is because I'm actually a very mind my business type of woman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm me too I'm glad mm-hmm. like I really like it's hard because I can only compare myself and compare like my friends and two yep. of my like my two best friends are in relationships of like years you know I was I was the yeah. outlier one and like I have another friend that's getting married in December it's like for my close Ooh, circle of friends everyone's like been in like relatively healthy relationships oh. and stuff like that so um as far as like behavior you don't have anybody to draw that experience on like, i don't like okay I'll, I'll even talk about myself whatever but like there's been times <laughs> where i feel like i've tried to and this, i've only gotten it from my guy friends like my guy friends will be like well you just need to you know be on your future ass shit and i was like i'll try mm-hmm. and then like you know i'll i don't i don't have the energy to even like entertain Thank like, you. I think it's the energy because I ain't got time. I don't, between work, running, trying to do your side hustle, like photography, I don't even have just the energy energy to like send a text like that, like on some back. player shit. 
I keep saying that because I was out like two nights ago and uh, with one of my friends and he got his friend to come. And the first time he introduced me to a friend, he's like, oh, yeah, girls think he looks like The Weeknd. I was like, do we, do we think The Weeknd's cute? But anyway, then, like, the guy came definitely to not look like The Weeknd. Shock, shock. And, but he was so um, on that whole, like, oh, let me try and press you. I'm in a movie with Morgan Freeman. We're starting it in February. You should put me on your podcast because I'm going to help your ratings and your views. I'm talking about you, but I didn't say your name, so you're good. And it's just like, I was like, what's the point of this? Like, are we still doing this whole, like, advertising yourself on some, I got more followers than you, so you should put me on your podcast so you can get more followers. What? And then straight after to be like, take my number down. Like, stop playing. Take my number so you can text me. What? You know, I don't even, like, I, and it's like, you're obviously older than me. It's just like, I don't even. That's like a conversation that's gonna even get you like anything. Anything like, at you're all. Gonna, you're gonna ask me out on a formal date. We're gonna have a sit down like coffee. Thank I'm you. gonna make sure you're not crazy because the way people are <laughs> in this raggedy <laughs> United States of America, like I'm gonna make sure you're not gonna hurt me and kidnap me, you know, all of that. Then we'll go from there. Like you just you don't talk to a woman like that. Like what you hear no. In this hip hop black gang fuck a bitch whatever society like right that's not that's not real life like you're not gonna get a woman of worth talking to a woman like that not at all and it's funny because I was telling his like my friend afterwards and he's like yeah I told him during that whole night like don't stop coming at her like that because one. She about to get on your ass. Because I was trying to keep the peace. So I just actually ignored him completely. I didn't say anything back. Like, I wouldn't say anything. And people waiting for my response. I was like, nope. Uh, we out here to have fun. Like, I'm not even going to do anything, say anything. I'm just going to ignore him. And he was like, yeah, I told him that's the wrong response. Like, that's the wrong approach. You're not going to get her acting like that and talking like that. I was like, so if your guy friend tells you that, like, that should mean something. The thing is, if you don't check your guy friend and they talk like that, that means something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I hope he wasn't lying when he said he did check him and tell him that. Because he was asking, like, oh, how should I get her number? And I was like, I mean, your approach is already off. And I don't know if it's going to happen. I was like, I'm glad you were honest because it wasn't going to happen. And I kind of wish there was another guy on this because I just have a question for, like, men. Like, why does it, like, hurt men so much when, like... I'm not saying all men either, but, you know, when you're, like, with your girls and you're at a club and then you walk up, guy, like, hits on you or whatever, you curve him or yeah. you're just like, oh, I don't feel like being bothered tonight. Like, why do why do they take it so bad? Like, why do they get so offended? Like, Yeah, you're not even cute anyway. Like, <laughs> I feel like that happens all the time. And then it's like, okay, well, I either got to give you, like, a fake number or give you a real number because I'm, like, worried now Mm-mm. about my safety because the way y'all act, like, is out of pocket. Nah, you can't do that fake number anymore. I tried that on six. Somebody was like, let me call you no, right now so you can lock me you. in. I was like, <laughs> Uh, that's what it gets you. You'd be like, oh, dang. I, like, think one time I said I was out of minutes. Like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I have the worst lies when it comes to, like, curvy. Oh, man. That is hilarious. I'm still using that one. That one might work. 
Ooh, just say yes. just say you had a minutes and giggle like he'll be like what okay she's cute but she's also like pathological liar. i don't know broke <laughs> yeah or, or broke, broke. <laughs> which i am so i understand it's okay i'm gonna come up soon guys um <laughs> well and i think also people keep talking about this when well, i listen to a lot of interviews and people talk about this whole they're more men they're more women than men in the world and so monogamy is kind of not natural but I refuse to believe in that because I've seen a couple of marriages that have been successful and it feels like if you just kind of really do get to that stage where you're committing, you can be monogamous. Like you can be yeah. like, you know what, this is all I want to do. I don't want to be, you know, like we said, spending all that energy trying to be with other people on the side and concealing that because y'all niggas always get caught. Let's be honest. Well, not to be like, a super nerd, but it's kind of like a scientific thing. It's just like women are waiting longer to get married. So there's obviously a huge influx of like single women and also like divorce rates are higher. So I feel like as oh. far as like monogamy, like my parents have been together for like 37 years. And I think that's why I'm so like I, I kind of feel like I'm very headstrong and confident in like what I want out of a healthy marriage because my parents have yep. kind of been like you know with the shit from this yep <laughs> and so and my mom kind of taught me like one what it takes to be a good woman what it takes to be a good wife what it takes to be like a good lover like what it takes all of those like great things that you know help in like a relationship but I don't think I don't think you know a lot of people have like that example no, I don't think a lot of us have those discussions with our moms. I know I'm African. That's not happening. It's <laughs> <laughs> not happening. No, no. Probably taboo. There's no birds and the bees. What is that? Mm-mm. My my dad legit was like, you can start dating when you have money. I was like, but when is that? Is that in college when I have my $7? I would pay per hour. That's not now. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, like, what are we doing here? Like, and the thing is, I'm the last born and like my siblings, my two older siblings are in relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, my my sister's in a steady relationship, but like nobody ever asked me like, hey, so have you found somebody? And I'm like, damn, <laughs> why do y'all never ask me? <laughs> I mean, the answer is no, but still. But the thing is, my parents never asked me either. I kind of like, gr- like mentioned. Yeah, it. like girl, I just, I literally like got on a plane one day because, um, I was going to ask how you did that because that's like awesome. Like, well, I mean, I did get on a plane and move across the world. I was so, say, same principle. Like, <laughs> you're from a whole other, like, area. I'm continent. Like, continent, like, <laughs> spices. Like, what? That's different. I said I was coming here for school. I didn't say, I mean, you are going there. Oh, and I was, um, side note, I'm sorry, my mind is like in seven different directions at once. I was listening to your Snapchat about your job and stuff, and I just wanted to say I'm so proud of you, you that you kept your head up because I'm, I guess, before the victory. And so I completely understood all of your feelings. And I'm glad that, you know, oh, thank you. You, you, thank you rely so much on God and he showed you that there was something so much better out there and he gave it to you yeah no so that's awesome like i guess touch on it for anyone like listening um yeah when i like first moved out here my um my boyfriend was like really really supportive and everyone kind of prepped me for like the new york job market 
And so the only reason yep. it's like a little different than like Houston and Chicago is just like overly saturated, saturated, of course. And I told like everyone, I think finding a job out here, that's not like the hard part. It's finding a good job that pays, pays well. Because well. like in Texas, so in Texas, like you can honestly get this sounds whatever low, but it's like the truth because I worked in HR is like you can make it on like 34,000, you know, like. Yeah, you and if you can, can, and that's like your salary, like literally reach out to me. I'll restructure your whole life and get that under control. <laughs> hey, reach out to her. Okay, Bray, on IG. But you can, you can like reasonably make it. Like in New York, you just cannot make it like under like 44000 It's just you're, you're going to run out of money on one job, and that's one job too. And I feel like the market over there is um, very big on unpaid internships yes! because there's a lot of entertainment. And it's crazy because I'm like, unpaid? Where am I supposed to work? Are they paying 12? I know the uh, minimum wage is higher in other states, but are they paying but you, you know $12 at McDonald's? Jersey, it's not. It's seven fifty. In Jersey, I want to say it's like eight something or it's nine something. Because oh. I went to the store. Okay, I've turned into a let me talk to your manager asshole and like, <laughs> like, I saw it on the outside of the door and I was like y'all have lost your mind like when I say like little things like bread is like three dollars and I'm like that's ridiculous like you're having minimum wage I'm like who's gonna work these jobs y'all's turnover must be out of this world because like like now I kind of understand the whole like raging min- I mean the raising minimum wage like argument a little more like for more condensed cities and things like that but that's besides yeah. the point um me for the job market mm-hmm. out here and um they were like you know it's going to take you about two to three months to like find a job like once you go through the application process and all of that and um my closest girlfriend out here she was just like the biggest thing that kind of like hits people is like depression once they hit like that third yep. month part they start like doubting their skills and like who they are as a person whatever all that work ethic and um I don't, I mean, like, with the whole experience, I think, moving to New York, because I'm not, you know, surrounded by my mom and, like, surrounded by my friends, um, mm-hmm. I feel like I've had to draw, in, draw inward, like, to myself. And, like, honestly, I'm, like, personally working on, like, my relationship with, like, Christ and God, because it's definitely, like, a reconstruction it's important period for me. And I was, like... I, I have this big theory that, like, you can only stress about so much. You know, you can, one, as, like, humans, you can only control so much. Like, the rest yep. of Like, there's no point, like, dwelling on certain things that you can't, like, you can't give yourself a job tomorrow. So, like, you can't keep thinking about it. Just do what you can. And I, I'm pretty sure, like, and I know everyone always, and probably people were saying this to you. I hope not. Um, God wouldn't put you through something right. you can't handle. I don't believe in that. I think God puts you through stuff so he can show his grace and how he's powerful and he can turn a situation around. Because I don't think he wants to just put someone through depression and whatnot and all those kind of feelings that happen when you're like just not sure of yourself and your skills. Right. And I just kind of was like, you know, moving moving to New York like my parents didn't help me any type of financial like like we were joking my boyfriend and I were joking because I was like okay maybe they'll like you know help me out like make send me some send something they, like gave me a slap on the ass and told me to go be somebody like <laughs> which is which is also good because then you have more drive you're like I just kind of have to make it work because I have right. no choice and, so. and that's what and that's what like moving to New York 
is like that's what I wanted to do. It was like you know, one, I'm from a small town, not like any type of shit. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I want to see if I can do this, and I want to see like how much I can challenge myself and grow from this. Because in Texas, you get kind of complacent, like very especially like attending the university of texas like we have one of the largest endowments you know in the world so it's not like things are hand handed to us on a plate but it's just like if you go to a company like um strongly like deloitte who has a i don't know it's like one in three people graduated from like ut like chances are you can make a connection to where you're going to get a job based off a lineage right like up here they don't even respect people from below like the mason dixie line Rutgers or something. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> like I literally, I so I went on, I went on like, and that's a shock because you come here. I know I got my interview as a treasury analyst in Austin simply because I had UT Austin on day. I had never done a grain of finance in my life. I was, I was all like, accounting. What type of job? But like, you sound nice. <laughs> oh, it was oh amazing. Nonprofit paid well. I worked maybe four hours a day, and they still text me like, "Oh, we miss you so much." It was amazing. Too bad immigration to work out. Thank you, Donald Trump. And whoever else works at Homeland Security, but I'm coming for you. That's Girl. a side note. <laughs> but I think that's how, like, that's a shock if you go to New York and it's like, wait, y'all don't even consider Rutgers or something? Like, right. No, right. Like, everyone's always like, oh, you, I see you went to University of Texas. We're like, oh, what is that like? And I'm like, girl, first off, <laughs> like, <laughs> I live in a Same blue dot in a red state. Like, <laughs> I probably care more right. about like social injustice, global poverty, than like your ass. But let's get that out of the way. That's the type of point. Well, that was the whole story about Kirsten because I I just wanted to mention that to you. Um, I'm super Thank proud of you for that because I know it must have been hard, yeah. like going through it. And I think it's important that you said like your boyfriend helped you. Su- I know you don't want to go into that too much, but like that he supported you a lot, even just like emotionally during that because. I feel like sometimes because women are doing so well, guys will look at someone who maybe hasn't gotten their shit together as in like an in-between phase and be like, eh, I kind of don't really want to be with her because I don't, you know, she ain't got no shit together. And you start to kind of internalize that and be like, damn, like, am I on discount on my bridal price right. because I ain't got no job right now? Like, and then- So I think that was super important that he did that. But I think that's also attributed to him knowing you from middle school. So he's like, I know what you can do. This is just in between. Yeah. And I think like, that's, that's why like, I hate when, not like I hate it. I just like when people just ask, you know how you ask your friends for relationship advice and whatnot. Yeah. It's just like, you know, we have known each other for such a long time. And when you've known someone for such a long time, it's just like you establish like a certain type of respect. Like even if he Mm -hmm. was like, you know to say like fuck everything tomorrow and like i'm gonna start over like in my life i'm gonna be like all right like i'm gonna hold it down like you know while you like figure yeah. stuff out because one we're just we're not gonna let each other fall like on it's and i think that it's very important in relationships is like establishing like a good friendship like in general like really like fucking with the person as a person and that's what that's what also yeah. lacks in situationships to me too is like y'all are friends but are y'all like good friends like do you have each other's back yeah and best friends in yep. the hardest of times and people want to get to heaven but they ain't want to walk through hell so yeah and I, I like that you said that you know if anything happens 
on his end, like you can pick things up and like you guys basically establish kind of like that balance. Um, I saw this on the shade room um, <clears throat> and it was a post and this girl said a lot of men want to be at the height of their career before marriage and fear that having a wife will distract them from their goals. And the irony is that lots of men who achieve greatness through, throughout history did so with the woman by their side. The right one won't be a burden. I think I completely agree with that because I think a lot of us as well are thinking, you know what, I'm going to try and get serious once I get my shit together. <clears throat> Excuse me. Once I get my shit together and it's like, or you could just try to get your shit together while someone else is trying to get their shit together and y'all going to get there. Because you, you know, you might be helping him and I mean, you probably are helping him in a lot of ways in what he's doing and he's helping you in a lot of ways in what you're doing. And because of that, you know, y'all are getting to where you want to be, as opposed to if you had just gone to New York by yourself and been like, I'm going to just make this happen. I know you have your close friend there, but like, I'm sure he's helped in a lot of ways yeah. for you to get to where you are right now. Um, I feel like, I feel like it's funny because I feel like I, um, I, I like definitely agree with that. I think I saw it on the shade room too. And I definitely agree to like that logic, but I know like even like in our history that I was like impatient. And yep. I don't know. I had I had a, I had a man like explain it to me and he was just like, You have to understand like from a man's perspective, like every man has like one girl that they want to give like the world, you know, to. And if they don't have mm -hmm. the means to or the ability to, sometimes they can feel like inferior, right? To that woman okay. or they feel ashamed and it's like they don't want to commit because it's like what do I have to offer okay and they do have that protector and provider role so the provider side of things that makes sense but and I think yeah and I think that also is important for us to help them whenever they are feeling like yo I ain't shit well if they let us that is because I think some of us also be like I don't want no broke nigga and it's like damn like he's just trying to make it when we're broke nobody nobody says i don't want no broke girl i mean i think they try, they're starting to say that, that song but... <laughs> that's, that's I don't really know. true and it's i don't know again it's hard because i feel like especially like for you too like my friends are independent like what they bring yeah. to the table is like a full buffet it ain't like <laughs> <laughs> ain't a microwavable dish so I know. oh beautiful girl I'm... <laughs> I bring a buffet to the table like they will cater the events needed I don't know like... <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I always say I'm like my bridal price is going up y'all need to catch me right now when I don't have a job because you know, my guard's off when I start flourishing I mean I don't really mean that but I just think yeah people the more independent we get to it's going to be a little bit harder to connect um, if you think about, think like a man with Taraji and her whole, I'm so successful, but my man is a you know, struggling chef, but then he eventually gets it together. And that's when she is like attracted to him. That's a lot of pressure on men. And I see why they would think like, you know, I have to have my shit together before I approach that one girl. The only problem is that one girl's free. So she's up for grabs. Yeah. yeah. And then I feel like that's where situationships happen. <laughs> yep yep because i mean you had your chance and you kind of waited too long going back to that whole impatient thing but i think also i don't know if you can talk a little bit about this but like 
So me and my friend are on this whole, like, I don't date, I get courted, which is so over the top. I know. <laughs> but I just feel like dating ends up being like the cycle of like, it's just not working for whatever reason. I think maybe it's like you said, when you're in a situation, you have to learn from it when you get out of it and do better. You can't keep doing the same thing because that's, you know, insanity. But I feel like dating for me ends up being like that because it's like, I literally go through the same like three months of like, it's good. Then he starts pissing me off. And then I'm like, what am I doing? Stop texting him. It's not even that deep. Right. I don't. Whereas with courting, I feel like it's more, you know, intentional kind of like, what are we doing here? But because we aren't sure what we're doing, we all like to leave it like open-ended. Wait, are you talking about the difference between dating and courting? And courting. Because I feel like there's a difference. Dating is a little bit more like, I mean, not completely. It's not completely different, but I feel like dating is a little bit more inclusive of like intimacy sometimes. And that's not to say that even I, when I was dating people, I was intimate with them because I wasn't like that. But courting, I feel like it's, it's a little bit more intentional. Like we're trying to get to know each other as friends to see if this can possibly be something that we can, you know, upgrade to our relationship whereas i feel like dating you know you're dating a lot of people then that's when you start getting confused because you're like i kind of like him for this but i don't really like him for that so let me but i find it in you know be kind of like nola and she's got a habit netflix that's plugged for lee no spike lee he don't need it for me but y'all can watch it i didn't i didn't get it but (laughs) that's basically what it is she's dating three people who have collectively the traits she wants in a man but it's three people. Yes. Yeah, so it's like, <laughs> yeah, dating, dating feels like you're just kind of putting your energy out in like 10 areas. And you're like, I hope something sticks more than the other. Whereas courting, it's like, all right, let me actually try with this one person and see if it'll be worth it. But first it's friends. Right. I, I've never really kind of like latched on to the concept of courting. Mm-hmm. Um, or I, I think I've just never really seen it as that or like for what it is but I definitely so I'm like very cautious about like one where my energy goes people yep. like that. oh what's your love language huh? what's your love language you have you never done the mm-hmm. test with the five love languages I'm sending that to you you gotta do it I'm just saying. it's like it's like how you appreciate people and how you show people love it can, doesn't have to be like in a relationship but like friends and so that sounds like yours might be spending time because then you're cautious of energy I have never heard of that I'm, I'm gonna send it to you it's not like the thing where it's I'm like, like a big believer on like zodiac signs and all the weird things that people are like why do I know I know I am zodiac <laughs> they like prove it wrong and I'm like well I don't care I'm still gonna go back up. you're a cancer? No, I'm a Gemini girl Oh, yeah. That's all with friends. Because Geminis and Leos get get along, but then I always end up with Gemini niggas and good lord. See, I wouldn't, I really wouldn't date a Gemini because I feel like you dating like four niggas. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of how it is. I think, I I guess with courting, I think in America might be a little bit different. But like, I remember in high school, I think also because I went to boarding school. Um, the guys were like four, mi- no, two miles away, 
and they used to come and see you only on Sundays. That's when they were allowed to come see you. And so if you're going to walk two miles for somebody, actually four miles, because two going there, two going back, you have to kind of be like, yo, I'm really interested in you. Now, you might get there and the girl's like, nah, I ain't trying to see him because we definitely used to play these niggas like that. I'm sorry, y'all. But they used to make an effort to be like, no, that's the girl I want. Like, everybody knows, you know, Tom wants Kristen. So nobody beyond Kristen, that's my girl. I'm going to make sure that I get her by the end of the year. That's how it used to be in high school. So I think coming from that to like here where it's like, nah, man. You got to put in work, too. Aren't you paying for this date? I'm like, nigga, no. So that's kind of my idea of courting and how it was. How it is, basically. Yeah. You know what? It's just also, like, (laughs) I don't know. It's just also, like, generalized and ambiguous. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like whatever, whoever your partner is, yeah. It's just like you people it's so weird. We're like and really communic how do you say communa I can't even say that word and I'm trying to say it. It's like we all talk to each other overly really like, like what way too interactive. Oh but when yep. it comes mm-hmm. to like actually like speaking to like a person like social <laughs> social skills and whatnot, it's like we just don't communicate. And like set those definitions, and I feel I don't know. I just feel like that's where like things happen. Yeah, and I think a lot of people are scared to like ask questions because you're scared to lose the person. And that's actually what I was gonna ask you. Like, how if you're in a situation now, how do you think you can like bring up the like what are we? Because I know once you once you ask what are we, you get left on red. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> <in> ten weeks. <laughs> uh- I like what's a good way like is there a point where you know like yeah I think it's safe for me to kind of introduce that and that's on like both ends because I know guys sometimes are scared that the girl's gonna curve them and girls are sometimes scared that they're gonna you know scare the guy away is there ever gonna be like a good time um I mean it's just like one it's like knowing your partner and like how they're gonna react and like when when in general is a good time to talk about like serious stuff like that but um I just have, like, a whole, like, three-month type of ordeal. You know, mm-hmm. like, it takes, what, 60 days, 60-plus days to, like, learn if you like something. You know, like, is anything, like, changing a habit, learning a habit, taking a habit. It's, like, the whole 60-day yep. rule. And then I usually go 90 days because that's three-month world when it comes to, like, relationships. Um, Steve Harvey. Whoop, whoop. Right. <laughs> just kidding. 90-day <laughs> rule. I just think, like, after that point, after you've spent one-fourth of a year <laughs> oh, yeah, with someone. A, that is a long yeah, time. Yeah, that's a long time. Like, it's just, like, you know, you when definitely do it in person. Don't ever send a text message because I think body language speaks more. Um, and it's hard to read people, obviously, through text messages. But, like, just, you know, like, ask a question. Just, like, sit down, like, with dinner one day or like maybe um before y'all like go to bed just be like hey like we really just need to talk about like where this relationship is going to make sure one that like the goals that you have outlined for yourself like align with like your partner's goals right that you can set up those like definitions and boundaries and contacts um and honestly avoid like getting hurt 
<laughs> How do we do that, Kristen? Come on, I you know, know. I know but I'm saying, we try, but no. like I said, like there's certain things like you can't control. You can't control your partner, but like if you don't ask yeah. those questions and like say, okay, well this isn't as serious as I thought it was. Like you can at least avoid like having these expectations of like commitment and happy black love couple Instagram photos and you know. <laughs> I'm not posting nobody on Instagram. I keep telling my friends, I'm like, I'm gonna invite y'all to the engagement party. I'm gonna be like, you had a nigga this whole time. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> no, but like, I agree with that. I think just kind of feeling it out in person. Also, like, this sounds terrible, but like. If you put people on the spot a little bit more, not that you t- intend to put them on the spot, but they might start to think about it a little more. Like when you're face to face and they ask you like, hey, so where do you think we're going with this? Like, how do you feel? I don't know if people will be honest up front, but I feel like they'd be more honest. Yeah. In person. And you can kind of see how they're acting, like you said, body language. Then over text with, they'll be like, ah, let me wait an hour. Let me see how to word this so she doesn't think you know, we're going anywhere, but then she doesn't think, like, this is the end. Because I feel like people do that a lot. It's very Oh, to, like, hold on to someone? Like, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Because they're like, I'm not sure, but then I don't want them to feel like I'm not sure if they're sure, because then they might leave. So let me phrase this perfectly so we're just in the same spot. And you wake up next week and see, that's when I'm like... We didn't establish anything. When I'm like, SZA, and I'm like, why do you still bother me when you know you don't want me, like... Oh God, that's <laughs> speaks to my soul. <laughs> like, that's, uh, and that's just that's just when you have like a partner who's not like secure in themselves and they don't know what they want. Yeah, and I feel. Yeah, I agree, and I think that goes back to our episode of emotions, which was last week. So if you didn't listen to it, go listen to it. Yes, it's one hour. I know some of y'all are complaining because y'all went to a 15-minute episode. You can't talk about anything in 15 minutes, so come on, guys. But we were talking um, with one of my friends who lives in Australia, and he was just saying how, like, it's so important for us to kind of, like, go through emotions because you figure out what you're supposed to do or, like, how you feel and then what you like and don't like. And you can move forward now and be like, okay, so that's how I feel. If you kind of don't know you are in this space where you're unsure. And then that's why you're bothering me when you don't want me. Because you're not really sure if you don't want me or want me. So we need, all need to, like, sit down and, like, really, you know, like, think, like, yo. Like, what is it that I'm really looking for? One of my friends who was in a relationship since, like, high school was like, you need to write a list of things you want and you don't want. And it's not that, like, when every nigga comes, you'll be checking off the list. But, like, subconsciously, when you interact with people you'll automatically kind of do it where you're like, oh, I don't want this. He got that. Okay, we're friends. And you won't cross that line. Now, I still haven't done it and it's been two years. <laughs> but <laughs> I think I just didn't want to stick to a list because I think I was scared that I'd be, you know, eliminating other people who might be suitable. But I'm going to try that for maybe a year or so and see if that works. And it's not like, you know, checking off a list, but it's like, just establishing what you want because we never really kind of think about it and i'm not saying like tall cute because yeah when you get older like all of that goes out you're like okay yeah he work hard like good credit like 
Yeah, great credit. <laughs> by by thirty, you're like, I mean, he can look like Chief Keef as long as he got, you know, like money and what is he kind? Like, there's like stuff of substance, like. Yeah, so I think that just comes with age. Maybe I'm just yeah. at that point. I'm kind of over it, also because I'm 25, which is really young. But I think I'm old. But so yeah, I, I don't know. So young, like a baby. Like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, old in the sense that I'm not where I would have wanted to be at 25. But I don't have like major responsibility changes, so I do do still feel like a 21 year old at some point because it's like I don't have kids, I don't have a husband, right. so still trying to make it work we're still young but i'm so thankful that you took this time out i know i i thank all my guests because it's like 50 minutes of <laughs> about something they were not prepared for i literally gave Kristen these notes like five minutes ago you guys because yes i do plan it i know y'all think that it's all over the place no i try to plan it so it doesn't sound you know raggedy it's, um, it's kind of cool like i'm over here in texas i'm like it's kind of cool <laughs> Right, it's so awesome, and I hope we will get a man on here, um, to just kind of like voice their views. And I want you guys to be open minded because I want to include all kinds of sexual relationships. You know, we're not going to just stick to straight relationships. We might talk about transgender relationships. I'm curious. I would love um, to be on that show because I just obviously I have a lot of questions. I don't like being ignorant. I know, I know. I'm, I'll, I'll actually note that because I'm trying. I had a friend who was going to organize that, but like, the guy was really shy, as of course they would be, because, you know, it's a little bit uncomfortable to talk about right. that, especially to somebody you don't know. Um, and you don't know what the purpose of the podcast is. We might be over your bastard transgender. So it would be cool if I can, you know, talk to him a little bit more and then see. And I'll definitely invite you on there. Because I was also saying, like, it's important for us to maybe start actually not trying to understand, but maybe let them in the conversation because it's happening more and more. And we can't just turn a blind eye and be like, eh, I don't, it doesn't bother me. They can live their life because if your children start being like, um, start deciding to, you know, go through a transformation or whatever, like we need to know a little bit about it. Then to be shell shocked at the time. And then that's why we start asking everyone questions. So I think it'll be very interesting. But the point of that was to say that um, thank you so much again for being on this episode. Of course. I appreciate you so much. And I'm so, so happy that we got to connect in the weird way that I'm starting to connect with people these days. This is happening more hey, and more. You know and I will definitely send you those love languages because I think that's something interesting <laughs> to just like okay. know. And I feel like for the most part, you kind of learn how you so mine are attention no wait what spending time and the second one is gifts so yeah all my friends please buy me gifts christmas is coming um and i think if my partner's love language is acts of service then it's like i know how they feel appreciated so i do certain things right okay i've I haven't, I've heard it worded differently, but it's like the thing mm-hmm. where it's like, you're someone who needs to hear um, validation, right? Yep. Or it's like, you're someone who needs to receive acts of kindness. Yep. My, one of my friends is words of affirmation. We fight all the time because that's not me. So she wants me to say stuff like, I appreciate you and blah, blah, blah. And I want to spend time with her, but that's like not her thing. So we have to kind of like 
not i mean it's yeah. not like a conscious effort where you have to put in work to do it but like that's something you just acknowledge and be like oh, okay this is how this person feels appreciated so i'm going to make an effort because i want to be in their life friendship or relationship whatever right right, right. yeah so yeah that's what that is so yeah um this is the end of our podcast episode um i usually put a song of the week at the end but i'm actually gonna ask you kind of what song you're feeling maybe i might let my guest host you know girl i haven't listened to that uh, album is oh it good? it's good i'm a miguel fan like me too I'm really really hard miguel fan but that song just puts me in a good mood that's why i love it Oh, wow. Well, tell them your IG and Twitter and I don't know about Snapchat, Uh, but give them your Snapchat as well so they can follow you. Definitely. Um, You guys can follow me at KBRAY, K-B-R-A-Y-E-E on IG. I will be in Texas in the spring taking photos. Um, So just shoot me a DM or an email um, for any type of booking or content creation. We actually just got a drone, which I'm going to release a video after this podcast. Um, So check it out. We're going to start doing drone work for, like, street fashion and fitness (gasps) and all of that. so so awesome. It's it's cool. It's cool. You should take a look. I'm probably going to post it about 12 this time, if not one. So we're excited. Oh, that's awesome. I can't wait to see that. And yeah, I have this plan that I'm going, you know, be able to afford Kristen when I'm ready with my fashion line because I'm still going to bring her on. I just hope that she's not busy and she got time for me. So yeah, we go and see. Just keep your, just give me a little discount and I'm be cool with that. I got you, girl. <laughs> All right, well. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, thank you so much again. And Pineapple Sky is Miguel, as said by Kristen. So you will hear that up next. And. I love you guys. Catch us next week. I uh, don't know what we'll be talking about, but we'll play by ear and see. So, bye, guys. And thank you so bye much, bye. Kristen. So, you got to the end of the episode and you're like, but I thought there were songs of the week. She said, but I didn't hear. Yeah. So, if you are on the Anchor app, you are able to listen to those songs. But I guess maybe there's some copyright infringement things with uh apple Podcasts and google play so the song of the week as suggested by my guest host is miguel pineapple skies and from me chris brown's you like so hope you enjoy love y'all The podcast you just heard was recorded with Anchor. If you want to make your own, download the Android or iOS app completely free from anchor.fm slash podcast. That's anchor.fm slash podcast.